When aspects of a complex case exceed your personal expertise, you bring in a co-counsel to add the specific insight your firm needs for next-level results. Marketing in the legal industry requires complex strategy and insight far beyond anything you learn in law school. Want more for your law firm? Time to bring in a marketing co-counsel. Welcome to CounselCast. I'm your host, Karen Conroy, your marketing co-counsel. In every episode, I discuss marketing topics with experts who answer your questions and help your firm get more. Here's today's guest. Hi, my name is Rob Eiler, and I am the CEO and co-founder of Capturely. Uh, Capturely is a professional services video and photography company that helps people in the professional services industry showcase the best of who they are. We have offices in Indianapolis, Las Vegas, but we have content creators around the world. Awesome. Rob, I'm so excited to talk to you today. I know this is going to be a good one because visuals, imagery, video, it's such a major part of every part of marketing. So not just websites, but every part of marketing. And I know you have so much good data and I love numbers and charts and all of that good stuff. So today's big question that we're going to lead with is about numbers and how numbers relate to imagery. And I know you have a case study too. So the big question is, what do the stats say about images and especially video in terms of conversions? I mean, well, the, the big thing that we have to look at is the world that we live in today, right? I mean, we're, we're post-COVID right now. Yeah. Um, and, and we're still dealing with it to some degree, right, with the different variants that are out there. And what you're seeing is people are spending an hour, uh, an average of 2.5 to 3 hours a day online watching videos. Wow. That's on YouTube. That's other different types of channels. So video has become, I mean, look at us right now. We're on a podcast right. doing a video, right? And, right. and so everybody who watches that, that's going to count towards that total. Where if you look in 2018, that total is only 1.5 hours. Wow. The amount of time that we're spending on day, a day looking at video. And, and people are visual learners. Most people are visual learners. If you hear something right now and you are asked about it, three days from now, you're only 10% likely to recall it. If, if you hear it or if you read it, if you see it, you're 65% likely to recall it. So just kind of innately the way we are ev evolutionary have evolved is that <laughs> we are, I kind of got that yeah. up there, but Arnold Palmer, right? You know, the heart. <laughs> yeah. like, um, we're just wired for video and, and for pictures. Yeah. And I think there's something that I've read about our brain, actually, and if, even going back to like caveman times, our actual evolution is meant to to recognize those threats to us. You know, if there was a giant, what were those extinct cat animal things that um, everybody was... Saber-toothed tigers? Yeah, exactly. If there's a, a giant saber-toothed tiger kind of way far on the distance, we need to visually recognize that threat before we kind of take in the other elements of maybe the other senses. So we probably weren't reading too much back in, the, in those days, but the visual elements are the things that are going to capture your attention. And that's why even on websites, way back when I first started... Everyone was using these little spinning like hamsters and stuff. Do you remember that back in the beginning of the internet? And then there was all these reports about how your eye is just bouncing all over the place and you have to be very selective in any kind of motion that you use because mm -hmm. the eye instantly jumps to that. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, even even if we're talking about trade show advertising, I, I part of my background, I, I was working at events and trade shows and put on big exhibits and movement at the top of exhibits, people that are able to, you know, especially if you go to a, a trade show and you see some of the biggest 
a trade show booth, there's usually some kind of motion at the top because it automatically attracts people there. And then it's just kind of like you tend to go in that direction. And yeah. so obviously the most affordable way to, to, to do motion is with video. Right, right. So I know you have like an amazing case study with a law firm that you worked with. Were they also doing video? When we started with them, it was kind of a, you build a website, they will come. It's very yeah. common for people in the professional service world. So lawyers, real estate agents, mortgage brokers, they think, okay, I'm going to get a headshot, which is good, which is very, very important, right? That's, that's, right. that is the, the welcome mat of all the photo and videos that you need is a good headshot. Yeah. But they think, okay, I'll get a headshot. Um, and then I'm just going to hire a company and they're going to put up a website, but I'm a lawyer and I, um, and I don't, I don't think about websites. I just, I want to hire somebody and I want them to do it. And I'm just going to lawyer all day long. But the reality of it is, is that people are curious. People want to know about you before they're ever going to engage you, before they're going to pick up the phone and call you. And guess what? In today's world, it's available. And if you're not out there putting photos and video out of what you're doing and who you are and you know how you operate, somebody else is. One of your right. competitors are, and and whoever that is right now, you're seeing those people are completely dominating the market. Yeah, and, and I I was yeah. sorry to jump in, but I was going to say I was previously in the real estate world, and we used to talk a lot to the agents about number one, they didn't when they were brand new, they didn't necessarily always want a headshot, and then they would not always include the the standard photos for a house that they were selling. And it's like, if you don't include the picture of the kitchen, people make assumptions that there's something wrong with the kitchen. So you have to avoid those those hurdles that people are going to naturally lead to. If you don't have your bio picture and you don't have the standard things that people are expecting, they're going to assume negatively. Consumers are smarter today than ever before. So right now in the U.S., $3.5 million in losses for scammers, right? We're all getting those phone calls, and, 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 and that's about the amount of money that people are putting on Google gift cards and sending them to places they shouldn't. And what's interesting is that there was a recent experiment where they, like, literally took a, a, a web page and it had stock imagery. They removed the stock imagery and they put authentic imagery. And it had a no video, just imagery. And it had a thirty-five uh, percent increase in conversion. Awesome. Consumers are smart. They can figure out the difference, like if this is real, if it isn't. Stock imagery is also so widely used. A lot of times they might have seen it before, but yeah. it wasn't with that brand. There's a lot of stories actually about brands out there that have used the same people in some of their advertisement where they have maybe not a co direct competitor, but maybe somebody in a technology like Dell computer use the same person that Verizon wireless used yeah, the yeah. same person that somebody else used. Yeah. So it, it tends like people are smart. Exactly. And it just erodes your trust and, and it does the opposite of validating that brand. I've seen, there's this one model that I've seen. I've seen exactly that article that you're talking about where it's like, look at this guy. First, he's representing some kind of pharmaceutical company. And then yeah, now right? over here, he's like doing a cell phone ad and whatever. And it's like, this guy is busy. <laughs> he's got his stock photos <laughs> <Right>. everywhere. <laughs> That's right. And, you know, and, and it takes an average for somebody to recognize a brand. So a brand would be a law firm, for example. It takes them a minimum of like five to seven interactions with that. So now let's go back to Geico, Yeah. right? It took you five to seven times to watch the Geico commercial for you to go, oh, Geico, Gecko, and for us all to know, or like Flow for like Progressive, 
Right, right. right. It's not you can't it, you can't just see flow one time and you oh yeah I remember flow and I remember the progress. It, it's a campaign and it's yeah five to seven interactions with a brand in order to remember it. And that's why, especially with professional services company, it's great to lead with the face of the organization. People yeah. want to do business with people they they know, they trust, and that are real people. Yeah. Tell me how that worked with the firm that you're you had the case study for. And when they first came in, you said they just had kind of a out of the box website. And then you guys came in and what are they doing now? And, and then how did that work out? So great company had a nice WordPress website. So um, it was on a little bit of an older template. For some reason, the company that they hired uh, used like a kind of an outdated template. So we have a marketing company that we work with. So Capture is a photo video service company. So we partner with marketing companies. We work with customers directly as well. Marketing departments at large organizations. So we work with Alliance Bernstein, which is a half a trillion dollar financial service firm, right? Or Finance of America, 2,200 loan agents across the country. But we'll work with the marketing team members to take a look at what's going on and how can we get the conversion better? And then how do we send a content creator on site in order to get content? Right. Yeah. You, you know, and it, cell phones. I mean, this is not professional enough for an attorney. <laughs> right. um, but you also don't have to spend fifty thousand dollars with, you know, six crew members and cranes and, you know, big boom mics. You don't have to like it's not a commercial either. It's right. like, how do you have like really high touch, high professional, but without uh, spending a ton of money? And so the the company that we worked with here in Indianapolis, they were adding personal injury to their practice. So they already practice. They have a family law practice. They do states and a probate. Um, they do business. And they wanted to add personal injury to just kind of round them out and make them a really nice general practice. So for most people, they could help out, right? Um, not, sure. They don't practice every area of law, but, but that covers most consumers of, hey, I need I need an attorney. But when you start getting into PI as an attorney, it's the most competitive version yep. of advertising. And period. the most expensive. It is the most expensive. It's very, yeah. very expensive. And what Google does for everybody is they prioritize locality, right? So right. if you search an attorney and you're in Arizona, Phoenix, you don't want to get somebody in Indianapolis unless you say Indianapolis attorney, right? You know, it, so it really prioritizes like where you're at. So now it's kind of, it said, hey, attorneys in a market. Now, in order for us to like organically, naturally serve you up, you've got to put content out there that the consumer deems is relevant because right. the consumer is ultimately the one that's driving Google's algorithm. The more people are spending time on pages, the lower the bounce rate. A bounce rate's when somebody hits a web page and then they go away and they're like, oh, that wasn't the right page. So it's like just a few seconds and they count that as a bounce. So the more time people are spending on your page, Google's saying, oh, this is very relevant for this word, right? And, and so what we did was um, this firm realized that they weren't getting the leads, they weren't getting the time on site that they needed. Their bounce rate was around 70%, which is really oh, wow. high. So That's really high. The website and they're, they're bouncing off. And it's all it was all stock photo, all stock videos. I mean, you can go get a whole bunch of PI stock videos out there. Yeah. Uh, but what we did was we put together a, a subscription agreement with them. And so every month we're out here for two hours a month recording. Of, we're doing whatever photo and video work that they need for their social Usually one hour of photography, just like while the office is operating, gives us four to six months of social imagery that their that their social marketing team can use. Nice. Um, but in addition to that, we we typically record one to two interview style videos. So it's like two cameras, two two photography DSLR, nice cameras, a mic setup, maybe a light, 
just to kind of help out, but we shoot with natural light, but that's good enough. Yeah. Uh, it's professional. It, it's not a commercial, but what it is, is it's talking about things people are interested in. Like what happens if I get pulled over and I've been drinking too much? Yeah. Right. If they're, then they talk about DUIs, right. And how does DUIs work in, in the state of Indiana? Or it's like, Hey, if I'm injured by a truck, what should I do? And it walks people through the steps. And so by consistently pushing that content, out, you can put a little bit of content out like one time and Google might recognize it, but where Google and the other search engines really start to love you is the more that consistent you are with putting it out, then you start to see your rankings go up. Then you become more relevant on key terms. Quite honestly, you just become better on video and writing the videos to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you mentioned some of the results before we started recording. What was, you know, you also said that their bounce rate was at 70%. So 70% of the visitors coming to their site were there for, they were basically what Google considers bouncing. Like they were there for just a couple seconds and they were like, nope, this is not the firm for me. This does not resonate. Their message is not, you know, hitting me where it needs to hit. And so mm -hmm. then what happened? Yeah. So since putting the right kind of content on their site, uh, they've seen a 73% decrease in that bounce rate. So wow. pretty, pretty significant. Yeah. And definitely performing on the higher end of what legal websites perform, right? According to industry standards and norms. Big thing for them was a 324% increase in conversions. So they're getting wow. a lot more leads right now. They're getting about 40 to 50 new case inquiries a week. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. They, they actually just turned off marketing for a little while because they, they, they didn't stop the photos and videos, but they're, they're, they can't hire attorneys fast enough right now to keep up with the new case flow. So it's, it's a good amazing. problem to have. We always want sales to drive ops. Right? Yeah, absolutely. If there's a firm out there, let's say it's a newer, younger firm and they're not quite at that level yet. What's a version that a younger person with a, like that doesn't necessarily want that whole package, but what could they do to at least, you know, if, if they're coming from that kind of a website, because I see those websites all day long, I'm sure you do too, that are just full of, you know, a lot of attorneys trying to DIY their website, throw in some stock photos and, you know, they feel like they've checked the box. What could they do to go from that, a stock photo filled template sort of thing to some version of what the firm you're describing did? What would be the first kind of things they should accomplish? There's not a silver bullet, right? There's not like yeah. a tip or trick or quick, like easy way to do it. The folks here, they, you know, at that firm, they had to invest. There was only three of them, three of yeah. when we started. And, and one of them was like a contractor and now they have 18. So 18 staff members, not attorneys. But the point is they really had to, like, they were spending a few hundred dollars a month in marketing and they spent like 3000 on a website and they're like, that's good enough. Now yeah. they're spending $20,000 a month. Uh, on advertising and about 25 total in marketing spend, but they've also three X to their revenue. Yeah. And so it's, it's, I mean, so dollar per dollar, it's, it's cheap. It's um, way more. Much, yeah. Cause they, yeah. you know, they, they, they've, they've doubled in size, you know, year over year. And so does that answer the question? I mean, yeah, I, was, I think, yeah, yeah I mean, it's, I, just, it's, it's, you got to make an investment. So if you're yeah. young and you don't have a lot of cash, I mean, you're going to have to get some kind of professional photo and video services. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of friends out there that have cameras that might be willing to come and shoot you. You know, you don't have to hire the most expensive photographer in town. I mean, that's not gonna, right. It's the consistency. It's yeah. coming up with a consistent plan to do it. And you, you have to meet though, that bar where like it has to be professional. You've got to get right. over the hump from 
this and recording with with iPads. It's not quite close enough, but the technology is not hard to get. You can go to Best Buy and get the right kind of camera light and, and a mic. Yeah, so to sum up, I think basically if you're in that in-between phase, the idea is to be consistent but also professional. I, I mean, I tell people all the time, you're still a law firm, so you're not you're not just like trying to be an influencer and get out there with your phone and whatever. You still there is there are costs to doing business, and one of them is going to be to have this professional presence. And so, however it is that you are going to convey that professional presence, you need to have a plan for that. And then that plan needs to be not just like one and done. Like I did my headshot you know, and then I threw it up on a website and I'm, and I'm done because you're just not going to see those kinds of results. You're going to be where the, the firm that you worked with was at the beginning where they were just getting, everyone was just, you know, bouncing off their site. And then they were wondering, why aren't we growing? What, what's, what's the problem here? The biggest yeah. thing I would do if I was a young attorney, like just coming out. So you don't have any referrals, right? Cause your older attorneys are like, oh, I've been around forever and I get a lot of referrals, but as yeah. a younger attorney, I would be doing a ton of video. You okay. With, with with COVID, you can't, you know, meeting in person. I mean, I know they're we're starting to have those gatherings more. But before, you know, if you were the local chiropractor or the attorney or the mortgage broker, you're going to all these Chamber of Commerce events. You're joining yeah. the Rotary Club. I mean, right. you're, you're getting out there shaking hands and you're trying to get business that way. Like video, 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 video. And talk yeah. about stuff that people are typing in that's relevant to the kind of law you're going to practice. So tell me about the difference that uh, I know you have stats on video and we were talking about just the amount of time people are spending on video. What are some of the the clients that you've seen that weren't doing video before and are now? What are are they seeing massive differences in, in the, the traffic and their rankings and, and things like that? So some statistics would be like, for example, 74% of people will watch a video before they buy like before they're going to go make a big purchase or go to sign an agreement with a real estate agent, they're going to see if there's a video on their website about them, right? Yeah. The law firm, they're going to, they're going to, you know, try to meet the team, have like a, you know, who, who are these people? Yeah. Um, and so obviously a brand video, like as kind of like your foundational content on your website, if you were only put one video on your website, I'd say put a brand video that's authentically you telling them, hey, here's why I went to, here's why I went to law school. Here's why I went to law school. Here's the kind of stuff we do. You know, if you're, if you need help, let me know. Um, 77% of people, um, say that it, it, for those who watch videos said that the video helped convince them to like, to take the next action, to take up like a purchasing step or, uh, an action where they would actually like call in or fill out a lead form. So the video is, is very helpful in convincing it. it you don't want to make it salesy though. They just want to know who you are before they're going to get comfortable to do business with you. Yeah, I'll never forget. I w- went to this amazing hotel in Ireland at this one, you know, a few years ago before COVID, obviously. Turns out there was some friends of ours that went there also. And I said, you know, that's kind of obscure, like that you would go to the same place. Like, how did you end up deciding to go to this, you know, it's this kind of old castle that they had turned into a hotel. And they said to me, well, did you go to the website? And I said, yeah, that's how I decided. There's this drone shot of you know, this drone kind of flying in over this lake and you see this massive castle and it's beautiful. And that was it. That was, you know, all it took. 
And this friend of mine said, yeah, well, I went to the website and there was this drone shot. <laughs> and I said, that was it for me too. And, you know, you go to every yeah. other hotel website in that area and it's just kind of this very boring shot of, you know, whatever the hotel was. But it, that was it. In that moment, I had decided. And then it was just a matter of going through the decision process of, okay, let me get through these hurdles of, does this fit my budget? Does this, you know, is this in the area that I want? You know, like all of those things that you address in your frequently asked questions that are just objections to, to making that final conversion in the decision. So as I went through, it was like, bang, 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 there's all the boxes checked. And the decision was made when I saw that drone shot. And then 77% of people make the decision when they see the video. And exactly. keep this in mind too, right? So when you were typing in trips in Ireland, right? And you're doing your research, Google is prioritizing an area. So there's an area and there's different castles in that area. Right. And the one who put the video is yeah. the one who got your attention. Right. And, and it was like such there. a beautiful thing that I know it had been shared. And, mm -hmm. you know, as soon as I saw it, I probably shared it with my husband. I was like, here's where we're going. <laughs> this is it. Look at this. Does this not just like Google get you that, in? Then, exactly. Yeah, when the rankings go up. That castle exactly. gets lots and then of that just And that just pushes them back up in the rankings. And, and so whatever they spent on that drone shot, I know myself and one other person who personally were impacted by that and made the decision based on that. So right there, those two stays would have paid for whatever they paid for that dr drone shot. So yeah, I've seen that. We all know when we've had those moments where you see some little, and it's always a video where there's motion and there's mo more emotion involved. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, there it is. You know, all of, you're in your mind, the decision's done. So I think that's so true. And I love all those numbers and statistics about that. Anything else you want to talk about with video until before I get to the big question about what you've been reading? You know, I would say the other benefit about, you know, authentic photo and video and investing in it is it's working 365 days a year, 24 hours a day. That's the most yeah. important statistic. You shoot it once and it's out there. Um, and so, especially if you're putting it as like foundational website content or YouTube content or other things. So putting your picture on the back of the yellow pages is just, I mean, you know, we just have to think about marketing differently now. And um, it definitely, if you're in the professional services areas like law firms or mortgage brokers, or real estate agents, insurance agents, the, the level of professionalism in which you present yourself with is important. So yeah. I would just encourage people to get to that minimal level where they feel really confident about what they're putting online. And then the other key is just be consistent with it. You know, every six weeks, every like make the time. It is a pain. Trust me, even we scheduled these sessions with one of the law firms we work with. They're always like, ah, okay. But when they see the results, they're so glad that they made the time. It's kind of like the gym. It's like anything else. Exactly. Right? You have to be consistent. So that would be the big takeaways from, from what I have today. Absolutely. And you just don't get a second chance to make a first impression. I mean, that drone shot, if I, if, if it had just been a plain picture for that hotel, and then I went back, you know, a few months later and they had the drone shot, it was already too late. I would have already probably made my decision. So you, you have spend, to be there. Yeah. You got to spend more money on your foundational content. And so like that drone footage is like their brand video. It I mean, is that's like, that's who we are. Some great music. Maybe yep. like a, an owner or a, like a manager of a hotel talking about how they love to take care of guests and why they do what they do. And, 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 and then people are like, wow, this place is cool. This is it. This is, this is, I need to be there. Yeah, exactly. All right. So Rob, tell me what you've been reading and what information you have and resources that you can offer that might be useful for our audience. 
I read the Holy Bible every day. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, that's the first five minutes of every morning to try to get me, continue to keep me pointed in the right direction. So to me, that's really important. My faith is really important. But as far as like leadership books, um, I've uh, recently gotten into, actually my entire team has done it, is uh, Brene Brown's uh, Dare to Lead. Phenomenal Oh, I book. love it. Um, yeah, just really, really love her, love the book. Uh, talks about vulnerability and leadership. And this year has been just a year where, as a leader, I've had to be more vulnerable than ever. Being in the photo video services business, um, it, it was a tough year for my company just because we physically couldn't go on site places. And that's how we, sure. we earn a lot of revenue. And so now that things are opening back up, that we're, we're back on track and, and we have larger clients that, that you know, helped us to get through it. But it definitely... Um, Made me dare to lead. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I, I had to, you know, because I couldn't, I couldn't think my way through this. I couldn't outposition it. It wasn't a matter of bad strategy, right? And I wasn't going to start going. Well, let's all go sell hand sanitizer now. Like, you know, that's not <laughs> what we do. We're photo video services, right? So. And and that's she, awesome. so she, she. It was a great book, you know, about vulnerability and leadership, and how do you, you know, how do you communicate with a team by telling the right kind of information, and then kind of, but also kind of looking back and reflecting upon yourself and. And, you know, what are the armor that we put on that we carry with us that, you know, that prevents us from truly being vulnerable to people and that, that, gets and in the that way. people see through? Yeah. Yeah. And it just kind of gets in the way. I think you know, a lot of our egos and everything just create so many issues that are unnecessary and they're just, you know, they're just hurdles. Once again, I feel like I've used that word a lot in, in our recording, but yeah, I feel like she's, she's great. She's such a good resource, both for business and personal. She's, she's someone everyone should be reading. Yeah, for sure. One of the best leadership authors I've I've read in a long time. So that's I, that's that's currently what's on my reading list right now on my Audible. Awesome. Well, Rob, thank you so much for being here. I love all of the stats and the details, and just really putting all of the the reasoning in numbers behind both imagery and video and why it's so important. And I know that everyone that's listening will uh, appreciate that as well. So I appreciate you being here and taking the time. You got it, Corinne. It was my pleasure. It was a lot of fun. Thank you for listening to this episode of the CouncilCast podcast. I know that by implementing what you heard today, your law firm will achieve more. Be sure to visit the website at council-cast.com for the resources mentioned on the episode. If you enjoyed the episode, I would appreciate it if you could rate and review the podcast on Apple and subscribe to your favorite podcast platform. See you on the next one.